I guess another episode of My Scrub Soundtrack. I'm your host, Andrew Acebo, and today we're going to be talking about the episode My Old Man from Season 1 of Scrubs. Right off the gate, I would like to get some housekeeping stuff out of the way. I really like this project. That's something that I do on my own. I make other podcasts with other people, but this is the only thing that I make that's just me. And I do that because it's something that I really love. I love Scrubs, I love the show, and I especially really appreciate the music used in it. So during this time of quarantine, especially with um, Fake Doctors Real Friends coming out, I thought that now is just as good a time as any for me to start doing it again, because I've got a little bit of extra free time, and this is one of those passion projects that always gets put uh, on the back burner, metaphorically. With that being said, I'd like to get into, you know, the synopsis of the episode. So, My Old Man um, is all about the parents coming to visit um, our main characters, J.D., Turk, and Elliot, at Sacred Heart, and the different dynamics that they each have. Um, I can start with Elliot. Uh, Elliot has very overbearing parents that make her feel uh, inadequate, Um, which has led to her receiving counseling or therapy. This episode brings to light that she might have gotten into medicine to uh, appease or make her father, who is a doctor himself, proud. We get to see the dynamic with uh, Elliot's father and Dr. Kelso quite frequently this episode. They butt heads a lot as, well, Elliot's father is um, working at a very wealthy hospital and Sacred Heart is an inner city hospital, which is very, um, well, I, I should say it's, it's intentionally pretty dingy looking. The other dynamic is between Turk and his mom, um, which is explored a little bit in the beginning of the episode when uh, Turk, or when JD comments that, you know, when parents come around, they make us feel like children. Um, Turk is such a strong, uh, emotional person that is very strong-willed and charismatic, but around his mom, he's just like another kid. Um, that's very well done by, uh, Faison, just acting it super well. And there's a whole dynamic between his mom and Carla being very similar, and that creates a rift between Carla and Turk. Because... Elliot, or not Elliot, um, Carla and Turk's mom get along so well, and they have never gotten uh, along well. Elliot's, Turk's mom has never gotten along well with his previous uh, love interests. Now that brings us to JD's dad. So JD's dad comes to town, and he split up with his mom a long time ago, so they have a very strained relationship. But he shows up, and you know, get some beer, and it's kind of a frat boy situation, and JD is obviously incredibly uncomfortable by this. I say all this because we're setting the tone for the, cl- the emotional climax of the episode, which 
is backed by the song Surrender by Cheap Trick. Now, Surrender is a very uh, popular song, at least in, I think, comparison to a lot of other scrub songs used. Um, one that the listener probably has heard once or twice in their life, if not are very familiar with. Uh, at least for me, you know, my dad loves Cheap Trick. I was raised listening to this song quite frequently. And so using it in this episode, I thought was really special. So as I mentioned, this is all exploring these father-son, uh, you know, parent-daughter, uh, father or mother-son dynamics uh, within these characters that we've established that are young people that are growing, that have kind of come into their own, you know, obviously they're all living on their own. They're independent from their parents. They've gotten their career jobs. They've, you know, kind of peaked adulthood. And this brings us back to JD and his dad, where JD is very embarrassed by the kind of frat boy-esque persona that his father is putting off. And uh, as, as, as he's embarrassed by it, he's, he's unnerved, he's... Turk is very embracing, but JD isn't. But as the episode evolves, these characters learn that their parents are not who they are. They're not dictated by what their parents think about them. But their parents have had a great role in shaping who they become. Um, you know, I'm in school to be a counselor, and that's a, that's a very healthy and important conclusion that I think everybody needs to come to, is that, yes, your parents, whether good or bad, do influence the kind of people you become, but there comes a point in time in which you have become your own person, and you are your own person, even when you are living under their roof, to which you are not just a carbon copy of them. You may have similar traits, similar strengths and weaknesses, but you are your own person, and that's important to recognize and, and appreciate, I think, um, for the audience and, and for these characters that we love. Uh, the couple quotes that I took from the episode, you know, parents have a way of making their children regress. This is when we get the fantasy of you know, baby Turk and oversized scrubs and having an afro. I have a question uh, to anybody who knows. Did young uh, Donald Faison have a uh, have an afro? I don't know. Um, and also, parents are like tornadoes. When they come through, they destroy everything in their path. And and those quotes are kind of closely tied together as far as when your parents are there after you know living without them and becoming your own person. It brings back a lot of who you are as a person and a lot of the things that shaped who you are as a person. So old family issues, you know, old traumas, whatever, they, those all come back to the surface when, when your parents come around because they're the same people as they were. Maybe they've grown, maybe they haven't. But this episode shows that these characters have also grown. And the real arc of this episode and the you know maturity that is created from it is from these characters realizing that you know their parents are people too their parents are human uh you know jd's dad while might be a frat boy is a single man and like it's normal for him to you know want i don't know attention and to you know have sexual desires and things like that like any other person does 
even though in JD's head before then he had kind of categorized him as somebody who didn't uh and yeah that makes sense that makes a lot of sense but but he's a man who has his own issues who maybe isn't doing as well as he's letting off to be and maybe he just needs a win and i think that that's very interesting and i think it's a topic that uh i wish more shows would explore in more detail is kind of the growth that happens when you start recognizing your parents as people and humanizing them as opposed to the idea of them as a parent that they inhabited when you were living under their roof. Um, So anyway, as this episode uh, builds to a conclusion, the conflicts with Turk and Carla are resolved as, you know, the admirable traits in his mom are the ones that are shared with Carla, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. That doesn't mean that um, bad things are going to happen to them or that they shouldn't be together or that how they feel about each other is wrong. Um, and Elliot realizes that she doesn't need her parents' approval to be happy, and maybe she did get into medicine to make them happy, but she knows now that this is where she's supposed to be, and she genuinely loves her job. And JD comes to the conclusion that his dad is just a man who is probably going through a lot that he doesn't get to talk about, and he wants him to know that he appreciates him. Because he does have a conversation with Dr. Cox that kind of opens his eyes to all this and that in all the ways that all these parents were imperfect and um, perhaps emotionally scarred their children. I mean, I'll just go out and say it. They emotionally scarred their children. They all turned out all right. You know, they're doctors. They're taking care of themselves. Turk is a good boyfriend. JD is uh, becoming an excellent doctor, you know, he's strong, he's independent, he's living on his own, he's making mistakes, but he's also learning from them, which is all things that, you know, we as viewers get to witness. And so that then gets juxtaposed at the end, while Surrender is playing by Cheap Trick, uh, that there's also this other dynamic for JD, our main character. Um, JD and Dr. Cox, which is a, a mentor, mentoree, uh, counselor, counselory dynamic, where uh, Dr. Cox shows up for his lecture on, um, I think it's heart murmurs, and he shows up, and JD doesn't expect him to be there, um, because he had originally proposed to his father that he would, he, that he would be there, but Dr. Cox shows up, and then just, you know, reams him out, basically, says it was bad, and you get this playful kind of uh, faux aggression banter between the two of them as the song ends and as the episode ends. And it's it's really quite nice because you, you get this very clear picture of who these people used to be, who they are now, and how their relationship with their parents has affected that. Um, JD being somebody that didn't have a strong father figure in his life naturally graphs, uh, you know, shifts towards the approval of Dr. Cox because he never really had that growing up. He looks up to Dr. Cox as a doctor, but also, you know, desires that male affirmation that he never got. Uh, and I don't know that that's something that's actually really directly addressed in the show, but it's just something that, you know, being somebody that's 
pursuing counseling, I do know that there's mm, definitely a decent likelihood that that's what's happening there. Um, or at least it's part of it. Perhaps it's influencing it. But the song is really good. Um, and that's really what this show's about. You know, My Scrub soundtrack. It's, it's about the music. But it's also about how the music works. And a part of how the music works is understanding what is the episode, what is the song, how do they how do they work together? You know, um, Cheap Trick, the song, you know, uh, Surrender, is, is kind of a fun pop, you know, rock anthem. You might not think too much about it, but, but the whole bit is just, you know, mommy's all right, daddy's all right, they both seem a little weird, surrender, surrender, um, but don't give yourself away. And it, it, that's perfect. That, those bars are perfect for this. You know, we get father, we get son, we get parents, we get children. And they're just people. And that's what JD learns is that his dad's just a person. And Elliot learns that his par- her parents are just people. And all the ways that they're neurotic and have scarred her emotionally, they're just people. And she's in counseling and she's growing through it and she's growing as a person. But they're just people. They're not exempt from the pitfalls that you experience because, you know, they raised you or something like that. And it's, it's really quite powerful, um, especially with the whole, you know, the last bar, you know, of the chorus being don't, don't give yourself away. Don't give yourself away. Understand that you are your own person. Surrender to what is, and that is that these larger-than-life parental figures that you may have or experience in your life they're they're just people they do shape who you become but they don't dictate who you are you are your own person and that's really important and i think that this is a really good episode to come back on just because one it's a popular song and two it's so well used in in the show like i said me personal connection to the song love it listen to it a lot with my dad uh, music is something that me and my dad have bonded over for for years and continue to bond over. Um, I and Cheap Trick is like I mean I've got distinct memories of listening to this song on road trips and uh, on my way to soccer tournaments and all kinds of stuff like that. So it, it's really sweet to see kind of the full breadth of this song get used in the full breadth of this episode. And you know not to be redundant, but I think that. This is a part of what makes the show incredibly special to me and to other viewers. Um, You know, not to reference another podcast on my podcast, but, you know, Fake Doctors Real Friends kind of brought to light the fact that all of these choices were incredibly intentional. And I super appreciate that. I mean, even, you know, Zach and Donald, when they're going back and talking about it, they, they, they recognize how these songs are good and special and unique and influential um, in how they affect the episode, and especially with all the songs that aren't really in the mainstream, you know, zeitgeist, a lot of songs that the lis- listener doesn't know, um, which is really good and important because I think a lot of times in movies we think that the listener has to already know the song for it to be impactful um, or have some connection with it for it to work, but. Scrub shows us, I mean, even with the soundtrack, I mean, like, it, it, it's, or even with the theme song, it, that doesn't have to be the case. The music speaks for itself, and if the music fits the episode, the audience doesn't have to have an existing relationship with the song. 
so that being said, uh, that's where I'm going to end things today. Um, I will be back hopefully next Thursday with another episode. It's going to stick to this like 15, 20 minute format. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy making this. Um, if you're here from the scrub subreddit, hi guys. Uh, glad you're here, <laughs> but yeah, I will see you next week with another episode. Bye guys.